This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. We're here again with Nick and Bob. Nick, how are you doing? Bob, I am. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, my friend. It's uh, it's been a long week. It's been a bit of a crazy week, but it's, it's been a lot of fun too. How are you, my friend? It's good. It's uh, it's been like two weeks since we talked. Um, so where I'm, am I? I'm going, I'm going through withdrawal over here. I'm like shaking or something. You're going through what? I said I'm like it's like going through like a drug withdrawal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. Up here in New York, it's uh, we just had like a northeastern and it just snowed. Uh, I think a foot of snow yesterday. Um, so I'm shoveling. How's the weather in uh, California? Oh, it's uh, you know, for the California natives out here, Bob, it's it's frigid. It's freezing cold. You wake up in the morning, it's like forty-five degrees. Um, it, it warms up only to like sixty-five to maybe seventy. Um, it's it's pretty frigid for the native Californians out here. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. That's exciting. So, but no snow, right? There's no, not at all. No, you got you got to go to the mountaintop to find that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Bob. Are you like uh, spending your free time like sledding down through the suburbs of Queens or playing the snow? What's going on there? No, I I was shoveling. It's <laughs> I was shoveling my driveway. I was shoveling um, my front yard, uh, and then that's it. My car's still stuck in the snow, but uh, I'll figure that out on Monday. Um, there you go. But. Nick, so, so last time we spoke, I think you were in preparation to take your take your exam, right? Absolutely. And so, and, uh, yeah, go so ahead. I, yeah, I had the exam um, on Saturday, um, this last Saturday, and um, had the exam and everything. Did that, and it was funny because the way that it got rescheduled around, um, it was originally going to be that Sunday, but then got moved to Saturday, and I originally had a class for residency. That um that Saturday, they got canceled. But then between registering, I got new ones put in. So I had a residency class during that day. So I was skipping out on class to take this exam, take a practical. So then once, so I take the practical. Um, I get over around like twelve, few minutes after. Then I hop on the last kind of three hours of my uh, residency class lecture. Uh, and dude, by that time, I'm just like done, like. You know the feeling like you get the um, MPTE and you're like, hey, right, okay, I did it, I passed, whatever, but you're just exhausted after, Bob? Yeah. That was kind of the feeling I had. So, like, I, I, like, I go back home. I'm just, like, chilling out, not doing anything. And you know me. I like to be active, like to move around and stuff. I'm sitting there, like, looking at my kettlebell at home and, like, looking at my mace. I'm just like, I don't even want to pick up a weight, dude. Like, it's like normally like I love moving and stuff. I'm just like no, nah. I just got like chill out and do absolutely nothing. So yeah. I decided to take it easy, walk to the park, just kick the soccer ball around a little bit. Like really, just like my attempts at juggling just to kind of clear the mind, get some fresh air. And I get back home again, and I get this note, this envelope in the mail, right? Envelope in the mail from somebody from New York. And I'm like, okay, first of all, who is this? Second of all. But they have at least as bad handwriting as me, so it's not a love letter. <laughs> it's um, and I, I say that with affection, Bob. So, anyways, I give this awesome note for you. Um, so I came out with like perfect timing, just wishing you like congratulations for 
the test and everything, wishing you good luck. Um, so, no, I, I appreciate that, Bob. It's definitely something that you didn't have to do. Um, it means a lot to me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you actually got the last <laughs> I wasn't sure because I, uh, I put my mail in, like, the shady mailbox. So I, don't, I didn't know, like, if, if anything was, was set from there. But I'm glad you got it. Um, so you you had the experience. You were pretty much done afterwards uh, taking the, the COMPT exam. Is that yep, the, 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 CM, the CMPT exam uh, for manual therapy certification? And so okay, basically it was, um, you know, two different cases. We had a short time to prep. We had to have a model there to kind of be our, uh, our smart dummy, if you will, to use. Uh, we had to have, like, an extra cameraman and everything. Had two cases. They were good. They were, um, you know, different challenges, different differential diagnosis stuff. And it's always interesting, Bob, where, you know, normally – you go in for eval for a patient, and what are you expecting to to happen in that time of the eval? Uh, you eval them. Right. And so in this case, it's different where it's like usually we're used to saying, hey, let's respond to how our patient actually reacts. This was a little bit different where we go through kind of the, um, we get the history, we get the body chart, and we go through like a couple like red flags, subjective questioning stuff, and then we go through the eval. And as we're going for time efficiency, they said, oh, yeah, like this this thing that you're doing, like tell me what you do, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this turns out good. Fast forward like 20 minutes. This this is what happened. What are you going to do based on that? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, now you're three treatment sessions in. They progressed for this. What are you going to do now? Um, so it's really oh, interesting. Okay. Not like, like They kind of have us go through the entire plan of care in a way. Um, and so it's interesting where – Usually I'm used to, hey, responding to actual patient feedback. Um, so it's a different kind of preparation with that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if you got your score back or if you found out if you passed or not. But um, a few months ago, you were like, you were on the fence of uh, signing up for the exam. And then you read a book and the, or, or listened to a podcast or something like that. And then you're like, I got to go all in. You signed yep. up for the exam, even with the residency, even with work, even with COVID going on, um, and you finished Saturday. Yeah, and so I did get the results back. I crushed it. So we, did, we didn't get, like, a grade back. Um, we got, like, a pass-fail. Passed it. Um, had a conference call with my instructor after. Um, it was actually on Wednesday, so a couple of days ago. Just kind of debriefing, going over it together. Um, and that was awesome talking to him about, you know, how I did feedback, his perspective of me as he's seen me um, grow and change throughout my education, my education thus far, because he's had prior experience with me. But then also to say, hey, kind of, you know, where am I going in the future, talking about future goals and everything, and kind of how he can help with that. So um, it was definitely a really great experience, Bob. It was amazing to do, um, amazing to be done with it for now. And, you know, in some ways it's on to the next thing, but in other ways, I'm taking, you know, the rest of this year to kind of really slow down, reset, rejuvenate, um, to get kind of ready for myself for the next one. But after a big push, I need a, a big recovery as well. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so I guess going back to this idea of, like, you already have a lot on your plate, and then you're putting something else on your plate because you're you're, you're extra hungry. What would you say to, to somebody, I guess, that's, like, on the fence now of – I have a lot on my plate. Should I add more? Should I add less? Should I just keep it the same? Um, 
you know, I think part of it comes down to, um, you know, the adaptability of our stomach, quite literally. Um, what is our consistent weight training, if you will, for exercise? Um, but it's about, you know, what's, what's your track history? What's your, what's your record? What does it show? Have you been able to kind of do that overreaching before um, and do it effectively? Uh, or have you struggled with that a lot? Um, do you have a consistent volume of, quote, unquote, mental training, if you will, built up? Or again, is that something that you struggle more with? Um, and that's not an ultimate yes or no, but that's kind of an indicator. You know, I was joking with uh, some of my family where I got this test done and I, um, before I got the results and everything. I'm like, you know, this is great. It's like I can go from, you know, I can just focus on one thing at a time now. And I was like, you know, what I really mean by that is I can focus on, like, I can try to focus on just two things at a time, not five, but it might end up being like three. Okay. Uh, so what I'm hearing is, like, because you're just so used to it, uh, this experience went well, but because you're so used to it, it just, I guess, allowed you to, to do it just so much better. I conditioned myself through that. And then also it's that, you know, we have to look at what these experiences are, right? So for me, with the other things that have in my plate, a lot of the other work-related tough things for me are other physical therapy things. So they're, intersect- they're intersected and, you know, what makes me better for this exam is also making me better for the other things. So I don't feel like I was reprioritizing, but I don't feel like I'm truly compromising at anything. There are times where people are going to face questions and decisions, and I have two or truly a this or that, I'm going to put way more energy, my energy into this, and that's in a direct contradiction to this, right? Um, so that might be, you know, certain work, career aspirations, and it might mean sacrificing a little bit of time with the family for the next four weeks. Is that something that you want to prioritize? That answer might be very, very different for you. So I think it really is about, hey, right now, what are your top three priorities and where you rank them in the short, medium, and long term? And what are you going to do about that? How are you going to allocate your energy based on that, getting that good old pie chart back out and saying, hey, I really care about this. This is my top priority. Is it a 20, 50, or 80% priority for me right now? Okay. Yeah, uh, thanks for that insight, Nick. Now, now, this is just to, to satisfy my own curiosity, and, and I do have a follow-up question to this. So you said you're, you're taking a break now. You're hanging out um, because you had this super big push and now it's time for that recovery process. And the next year is on to much more bigger things. I know you have um, the the fellowship next. What do you feel like is next for you, Nick? Like, what's the next big push? Yeah, good question, Bob. Um, you know, I think in the, in the short term, right, it's definitely um, OCS, taking that through residency, um, doing the spine fellowship. That's really the next um, thing for me. I'm starting something with my other sports company I'm involved with. Um, kind of like a mentorship program where um, company-wide, or at least for our company on the West Coast, we can get more um, involvement, collaboration, mentorship. So I'm hitting that up and running a little bit and starting to get the gears turning on that. So those are the immediate future things for me. Now, I am playing with the idea of, you know, do I start seeing a few clients privately here and there? There's an opportunity that may have popped up for me. Um, but, you know, it was always intriguing to play with those ideas. Um that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now, Bob. Okay, I, I like that. Now, now my follow-up question is: so this is something that I'm, I guess, working on right now. Is is how do you? And I guess this is more advice for me. Um, how do you like have that balance of like, okay, I've done something now, and it sounds like you're patient towards the next goal, but still 
going fast. Does that sound right to you, Nick? Or not really? Yeah, and I, I think I think Bob, what helps give me certainty with that is the fact that I already know what the next thing is, right? I've already kind of, um, you know, I've applied for the OCS. I've been accepted to the fellowship. So in some way, shape, or form, I'm kind of locked in, if you will. Um, and I think that gives me, it becomes easier to get that clarity, to get the patience with it as well. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think that, you know, I would say overall, um, there really is, there, there doesn't, for me, there's not a huge benefit to doing more than one thing at a time. There's not a huge benefit to saying, well, I've got to tackle all these things or, you know, what are my exact plans for life after the spine fellowship? No, that's going to reveal itself as I get ready for it, as it comes near me. And like, I've got all these ideas that are going, but I don't, I don't think I feel the pressure anymore to have to say, Hey, I've got this exact blueprint because I know I'm taking steps to lead me towards that right direction. I like it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll give a little update on myself as well. Um, so uh, I, I was applying to the McKenzie residency, so I found out I got in um, last week. Dude, this okay work. Proud of you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Um, the, the second thing is... Last week or two weeks ago, my accountability goal was was to I guess to finish my uh, like module training. So I signed up to take the exam for for that. Uh, just like a, it's like just a credentialing exam online. Um, so I read through the modules multiple times. Pretty proud of that. Uh, the, the the other accountability thing I had two weeks ago was to this to call this insurance credentialing agency company and then talk to them about insurance. Sure. So I guess I'll just talk to you a little bit about that um, just so I can, like I guess, brainstorm for myself. Yeah, um, and I like that. And I also, I'm kind of naturally curious about that um, myself. And I know for me at this stage, if I was doing, um, seeing private clients and everything, I would go the route of, you know, not even doing insurance myself and just doing it through the cash-based super bill. But then again, that's me doing it a little more part-time than what you'd be doing. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I would also be doing it part-time as well. Um, so I guess just to set the stage, there's the out-of-network and then the in-network. So out-of-network is the, the super bill. So the patients come in and you submit a super bill to out-of-network benefits if they have that. Um, and then in-network is if you're credentialed with the insurance company and then they just pay at a lower rate. Um, and you have to get different, you have to fill out more paperwork kind of thing. Um, so wh- what I didn't know was, was that, and maybe this is just common knowledge and I, and I just didn't know, but but you didn't have to, to submit super bills or anything like that. You don't really have to do any sort of credentialing or any sort of um, contact. You just submit the super bill to the insurance company with your, with your various physical therapy numbers. Um, now, I, on the other side of the network side, um, I started trying to apply for credentialing. Now, everybody knows that it, it is a long process, but one thing I didn't know is, is the boards or, or the, the panels could be potentially closed as well to, to, to basically not accepting new providers. Um, oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Are, that. Yeah, well, that, that are either... One, they're just at max capacity, like the the 
the zip code is saturated or the provider is too small and they're not worth accepting. Um, so that's where I'm stuck right now. I, in the beginning, around two weeks ago, I was deciding whether to do just added network or a network. Um, and then I realized I should probably do take more insurance. Um, so I tried to apply different things. I set up all my necessary uh, numbers, set everything up on the web, and then try to apply different things. And now I'm in the roadblock of, oh, the, the panel is closed for providers. Um, so I think my next step is, is trying to call people, maybe call the insurance companies or call other, I guess, other mentors, other people in the mass what to do from here. Um, because that's really where I'm at in terms of insurance. But yeah, I think also, absolutely. Yeah, but I think also um, taking out-of-network benefits and submitting Superbill is also another option as well for me. Um, and I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and I say, like, for myself, Bob, just kind of out of curiosity and, you know, I'm trying to assess, you know, for myself is, one, is it tangible? Is it feasible? Is it worth it right now? to kind of set up my own business as a sole proprietor and see some patients on the side. Um, so I'm kind of going to have an opportunity that might have kind of come forward with that. So we'll we'll see what happens. But right now I'm just in the stage of finding out more information about the process. Some people who know what they're doing from people who have done it far, far longer than me who have been very successful. And just trying to see kind of what the process is like to see if that's something that I want to engage in. So my, my, my gears are starting to turn in that way too. Yeah, I mean, to, to be a silk provider, there's nothing really, I guess, extra. You just need your insurance, your liability insurance. You need to establish a company or have a legit company, and then you just get the ball rolling from there. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so that's where I'm at. And I guess my accountability for next week is to figure the, these answers out, uh, to figure out what the next step is. Um, if there's this roadblock or, or what to do from there um, and have my plan for for starting in, in January um, set. I like it, Bob. It's a good game plan. Yeah, that, that's so, the plan. So tell, and, tell me more about, um, well, you know, keep going with what you're going, but then I'm going to kind of pick your brain about this residency that's coming up and when it starts and all that good stuff. Yes. So, I mean, I, I've started... Uh, I guess so, so the whole clinic idea is basically my mom again has um, we have an acupuncture clinic and I'm just going to take the room in the back see patients one on one there's a table there there's a stool there um, that's basically it so maybe I'll, since there is direct access in New York I'll start with just the screening and, and wellness consultations with patients because uh, that's that does you don't need direct access for that, and see where to go from there, and then see where I am with insurance as well. I like so, that. That's good to know you didn't need direct access for that part. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, for for, for wellness or like just prevention in general, um, you don't need any anything. You can just see patients for that. Nice. So, so tell, me, tell me more about this residency, Bob. When's the timeline to start? What's your kind of steps for going forward with that? And I mean, I'm excited too. I remember when I found out about getting accepted, starting to get the gears turning for planning. That's good stuff, man. 
Yeah, so really um this is like a like a part time residency. It's it's um I don't know the exact details. I'm supposed to have my advisory meeting call next week. Okay. Um but I but I just got in. But basically the the first date is January fourth. There's the I'm taking the various McKenzie courses A to E. Um I think every week I get on a phone call with, with the the residency director and there's a bunch of like things I need to fill out or things like worksheets or, or activities or, or modules that I need to work through every week. We talk through that and then we also talk through some patients that I'm working on that I need help with potentially. Um, and then it just goes on for there for about a year or a year and a half depending on how long it takes me to, to get through these courses. Gotcha. So, I mean, I remember we talked about, you know, where the different benefits, um, each type of residency, each type of mentoring. And it definitely, you know, sounds like you've kind of found yours where you've got other business aspirations, you still want to pursue this, um, and you can kind of have the part-time from a sort of distance learning that will work out well. Yep, exactly. So, that's where I am right now. Thanks. That's awesome, Bob. Good. Good to hear you're doing well, man. Good to hear that, you know. We're all kind of hitting these goals, and I don't know about you, but, you know, for me, part of the time, it's like, hey, it's just one more day on the calendar, but other times, you know, it's we do naturally have these periodizations and ebbs and flows with the year, and it's nice to get a big thing done before the Christmas season and New Year's hits. Yep. It, it was, uh, Nick, do you want to talk about accountability for yourself? Absolutely. Um you know, honestly, Bob, I think for me, it's about how can I maximize my recovery? How can I maximize my energy recovery and expenditure utilization um, really up until New Year's? Because New Year's, I'm going to start, um, or just after New Year's, I'm going to start studying for the OCS again and getting ready for that. But really now it's about, hey, how can I recharge, rejuvenate, and feel fresh for myself? So I'm going to set accountability for myself about... Um, doing a small kind of meditation each day. Um, just very small, simple, but make it a routine, habitual, daily thing, um, just to have myself more grounded and more intentional. I like it. So, Nick, it was always a pleasure. Uh, a bit short episode today, but we update, we had a lot of updates today uh, just with each other. So I'm proud of both of us, and as always, it was a pleasure talking to you. All right, Bob. Anytime anybody considers you, your business, anything too small, you just tell them your dreams and, uh, yeah, they better watch out, brother. All right. It was a pleasure. All right. See you next week, Nick.